Hi, I'm Kenneth Tyler Hearn. And I'm Bethany Hearn. And this is the Free Life Podcast. The podcast where we learn how to walk in the free life, what that means, what that looks like, and we want to help you guys live your free life as well. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. But before we jump into this week's episode, I want to give you a little fact of the day. Most of our listeners are women. Shout out to all you ladies. Um, But ladies, I got a quick question. Are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a best friend that's a guy? Maybe they're like me. They like to shower uh, a lot. They wash their face a lot. And so I use Mary Kay Men Daily Facial Wash. My mom got me started on it. She got me started on the Advanced Facial Hydration Sunscreen uh, SPF 30. I throw that on before we got on the lake or anytime during the day to make sure my face doesn't burn because my face is the first thing to burn, especially my cheeks. And then I use the advanced eye cream. Why? Because I stay up really late, wake up very early, and I am exhausted. But the great thing about the eye cream is it helps the bags and dark circles under my eyes not look as bad so people can't tell that I've been staying up all hours of the night. And one product that I use that's not from the Mary Kay men's line is called TimeWise. It's an age-minimized 3D night cream. I really have to use a lot of lotion at night. Especially after I shave, my face dries out, especially as it's getting colder weather now. And I love the smell. I love how well it moisturizes my face. Uh, So ladies, get them for your men. Um, Obviously, Mary Kay has tons of products for women as well. Or to all the guys listening, um, try any of these products. And there's more products than I just mentioned, but that's what I use on a daily basis, and I love it. Uh, You're probably thinking, how can I get these products? Well, I'm glad you asked. My mom, I call her mom, but her name is Tina Hearn, T-I-N-A-H-E-A-R-N, and you can find her at www.marykay.com forward slash forward slash T Hearn. That's marykay.com, two forward slashes, the letter T and Hearn. That's how you find her. So you can get all your products right from your computer. You can order them online, get them shipped right to your door, and you won't regret it. Um, She has helped so many people as an independent beauty consultant with Mary Kay not just me. Bethany gets a lot of her products from her, um, and she has sensitive skin. So even if you have sensitive skin and you have to be careful, but she uses a few things from my mom. Maybe your skin's a little uh, drier, so you use these moisturizers like I do. But I recommend these products, and you will absolutely love them. So you'll want to check them out. Like I said, that's marykay.com forward slash forward slash T Hearn. Reach out to her ASAP. Thanks so much, guys. Let's dive into this episode. Hey, guys. Hello, everyone. Hola. Bonjour. I think Italian. Buongiorno. Anyway. It is. I I know. I don't really know. But uh, what I I do know (laughs) is that this is episode two, part two, whatever you want to call it, of Psalm 100 um, last week. We covered Psalm 100, verse 1 and 2, talking about joy, shouting, serving with gladness, and singing. Singing loud, shouting loud for all to hear. Yep, that's what we did. 
And so now we get to... That's not what we did. I don't know what that was. But it wasn't that. <laughs> and now... So if you hadn't listened to, the, listened to the first episode, don't think that that's what we did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but now it is verse 3. Psalm 100 verse 3. It's know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. Another version, or I guess the original translation is we are His, which changes the meaning if you change those words up. But then the last part, we are His people and the sheep of His pasture. So in English, we use the term know. I know math. I know how to play piano. I don't know how to play piano, so you can play piano or you can't cannot play piano, uh, but if you study that word in the original language of Hebrew or Aramaic, um, it is to recognize, admit, acknowledge, or confess. So it's more than just saying, you know, we know that the Lord, He is God. It's to confess it. It's to acknowledge it. It's yeah. to admit it, recognize it. So recognize would even be our own life. Um, of course, you know, that's in essence, what salvation is, to know that he is God, to recognize it. Um, But it's also a second part of that is to be revealed, to cause to know. So it's a two-part thing. You know, we have to recognize, we have to admit it, we have to uh, know. But as Scripture says, draw near to him and he will draw near to us. You know, oh gosh, I can never remember where it is in Scripture, but it talks about that all men come to God because the Holy Spirit draws them first. Right. So God is to be God is revealing himself. He causes us to know him before we truly know him. Right. Um, which is an interesting concept. But I, I think uh, I, I like those definitions because like I said, you know, we just use the term no. Oh I know this, I know that. You know, right. we were joking today that um, well, I didn't say I, I didn't think you could cook. I just said it was a joke about you know, you're not knowing how. Cause you didn't we, think I could cook a whole ham, is what Because we've said. never cooked a ham. There is Google for that. But I think it, the, the reason I bring that up of the definition is it's more than just, I think it shows a more deeper meaning of than just how we use the term no. Right. Um, it's but, not just, I know that two plus two equals four. It's, it's a deeper revelation of knowing yeah. God, you know, confessing and like you said, being revealed. Yeah, um, and I think as, as as I've mentioned in sermons that it's more than just head knowledge; it's heart knowledge. It's something that we have to know in our very being. It's something we have to know in our spirit. Right. Um, and I and I think it. With that being said, I think it goes hand in hand with last week's. Uh, because in order to serve with gladness, in order to have true joy, we talked we talked about it last week. In order to to sing with gladness and and, and with joy and shout and and be and have all of that, mm-hmm. we truly have to know that the Lord is God. We have to know above without a shadow of a doubt all of that. Right. But you know the other side of the flip side of that coin is, you know, sometimes. A per, like a professor of mine said it, sometimes we're looking for God's answer. Sometimes we're looking for him to show us stuff, but he's put it right in front of us. Right. So sometimes we're, you know, what do you hate? Or maybe I shouldn't say hate. She would always say, what do you love most? Or what makes you upset the most? Those are the things that God puts in us to know. So sometimes through joy and gladness and, and serving, we'll know God more. We'll see him more. So it's it's a two-sided thing. Right. Um, so with that you know, coming from last week, 
it's, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but one commentary I read that Psalm 100 is kind of like a, um, an order to follow. So first you start with joy, you sing, you serve, and then you know the Lord is God. But maybe I would say, like I said, it goes hand in hand. You mm-hmm. know that you have joy. And then it goes into like next week, verse four. So then after you know and you have joy, you go into verse four and then verse five. Right. Um, so we're uh, ascending, I guess, into Psalm 100 um, to truly know. But the second part is, it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. So if you're looking at that, it's God made us. Um, God woke us up. God sustains life. God gives us what we need. God does all of that and not we ourselves. We, it, it's weird how, and, I, and I'll use money, finances. It's weird how money works. That we work, we make a living. Mm-hmm. Scripture even says if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. Um, if you can work, you should work. But it's interesting that if you hear people talk, you hear testimonies of people paying tithe or, or offering or, or different things, they say, you know, they were making the same amount of money, but it's like their money seems to just last a little bit longer. God God right. sustains it. God makes it last. God, yeah. God is the one who takes care. And I think I've even noticed that, and I don't know if we've talked about it, but I've mentioned it in sermons, that you know we've even seen it, that we've helped others. Just going back to finance, we've helped others. We've you know tried to be as generous or do whatever, right. wherever it could be helped. And God has, you know, provided for us the following week. God is, and even, you know, in the past episodes that we've talked, God has really provided things that we've needed the last month and a half. Right. Um, but it goes more than that. You know, God, God sustains us. But on the other side of that, how the original text could mean that we are His, you know, that can mean that as we are His, maybe we're not meant to sustain ourselves. You know, maybe we're not meant to... Well, we're not meant to. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say maybe. You know, maybe that that that's a uh, the reason I say that is you know that and that's the it whole. It even says man cannot live by, you know, by alone. Like it, it's it's not within us just to just to live our lives here on earth with no other, you know, no other purpose in our life. Yeah. Yeah, I like how you brought that up, and and I think that's where I was going. So maybe I shouldn't have used the word maybe, but but I get what you're saying. Yeah, so you know, God makes us, God provides for us, God does, God sustains us, and maybe that is the better point that, and we are His, we are His, so we don't need to worry about it. You know, right? uh, The scripture that says. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what you're going to wear because God sustains the birds of the air and the flowers in the fields. So how much more will He, you know, care for us? Mm-hmm. And and I and I think it goes well to the next part that it even compares children of Christ. You know, the body of Christ. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. So we're going from His people to sheep of the pasture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the word pasture it in the sense. So when the when the Jewish people would read psalms, like we talked about last week, yeah. psalms were songs. They would sing it to a melody. So they, you know, they would read Psalm 100, and they would see pasture of the sheep of the pasture, and they would think that automatically means like Psalm 23. He is the shepherd. He 
you know, we shall not want. He he takes care of us. He right. gives us our needs. He watches over us. He's nurturing and caring because we are his. We don't we're not meant to do all that. We're, we can't hold on to all that. Right. Um for the same reason that Jesus had to be fully God and fully man. Someone who was fully man and not fully God couldn't sustain all the world needed, couldn't pay right. the price, couldn't couldn't do all that is required. Mm-hmm. Um and so because we are his he takes care of us. But I guess going back to the beginning of this, know that he is God. Know that Yahweh is the true God. I think 30 years ago, people would say there is no other God, or Scripture talks about idols. Well, more often than not, most people don't really have idols anymore. I mean, around the world they do. But in America, we don't really, it's not necessarily about knowing God or knowing Baal or you know, yeah, we don't we don't have Zeus. idols in the sense of what they used to have. Yes, them. or at least it in wasn't America. this. You know, yeah, like you said, like in America, it wasn't this. It's not really this figure anymore that you know we're making sacrifices to and we're worshiping so much. It's it's. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, the same anymore. It's it's not it's not necessarily. We don't make a gold calf and bow to it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not necessarily knowing Yahweh is not God is is God. Um, it's knowing that He is God in our life. Um, as a friend of mine says when he preaches that you know just to say that Jesus is God, okay, God is God, okay, great, you know. But is he truly the Lord over our life? Right. Because God's always going to be God. He's always going to be ruler of the universe. He's always going to be the one who created everything. He's always going to be the, the, the loving father, you know, all the, all, all the things that Scripture implies him to be or says that he is, which mm-hmm. we know he is. So, but it, it's, it's more, I think it's more about knowing that those are who he is to us. Right. Um, like, like we, you know, like you mentioned, it, we don't really talk about idols anymore, but in the sense that, the idol becomes, if we're his, he will make a way. He will sustain. Mm-hmm. But the idol then becomes, if I'm trying to make a way for myself, that's the idol. Um, it's what right. I put before God or even wedging. I think your father said it in a sermon before. It's it's less something standing in between us and God. It's something pulling, away, pulling us away. Right. It's like a wedge that kind of prevents us that we knock into. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so maybe that's you know, a good way to say it is that do we truly know that Yahweh is God? Right. Um, the the ultimate uh, the ultimate name. You know, in Hebrew they don't even say Yahweh. The each every time they write it, they put the vowels at a different place because the name is so holy. Mm-hmm. Most Jews will not write G-O-D, even God. They'll put G uh, dash and D because the, even the name of God is so holy. Is that infinite deity, you know, truly the Lord of our life? Is he really the one sustaining us? Is he the, you know, that I think that's the weirdest thing is that I was thinking about this the other day, that he can sustain us. He can keep us. He can, you know, keep us like sheep in the pasture and feed mm-hmm. and everything. But... Are we letting him, you know, you know, because, oh, I guess I'll use it. Maybe hopefully this ties in. We were watching that <laughs> show a while ago about the woman who was atheist and she mm-hmm. tried to fight the church and fight prayer in school. Right. 
I'm not saying this is just desserts, but she goes missing, mm-hmm. and her and her son and daughter are murdered. Mm-hmm. No one deserves that. I'm not saying that. But you made the point, she fought for God, or she fought God. Mm-hmm. God finally was just like, you know, you want to play this game? I'm going to allow... Right, I'm not going to keep you anymore. Yeah, like, and older people say eventually grace and mercy runs out. Mm-hmm. You can only fight God for so long, and then God's just going to say, if you want to play with fire, I'm going to show you what being burned is like. Right. And, and so that, I guess if that makes sense, liken it to that, because God wants to take care of us. God wants to be known, but He's only going to go so... F- I'm not going to Maybe that's not the right way to say it. He's not going to go only a certain length, but maybe a better way is He's only going to try so long, so hard, you know. Right. If, if we're only going to give... 50%. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I see it as like the, um, oh my goodness, what I just went blank. Oh, Nineveh. Lord. <laughs> don't laugh at me. So when, you know, when God sent Jonah to go tell them, listen, if y'all don't turn back, you know, that was like their, their last chance. So God, I feel like, does give. Yeah. Last chances, you know. I yeah. feel like there is a point where he says, "Okay, this this is the final straw." Yeah, you know he he is a god of of grace and um you know of mercy, but like you said, that can run out. Yeah, yeah. So it's shoot. I think I, I started this hoping to tie it around. I don't even know if it's tied into what I was trying to say. Just that <laughs> you know. We're the whole purpose of life, the whole purpose of this podcast is to know God, to know God more, to walk closer to Him every day. You know, it's not a destination, it's a journey. But in the es- in, in, in the the essence that if we don't know, He's really not taking care of us. Right. He leads us to our own kind of you know, if 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 we're gonna play a game, God's gonna you know, God God does give us mercy and protect us. But sometimes, or most every time, he also gives us the law of physics and the law of nature. That as humans, if we make a decision, we there's a price to pay. More right. often than not, we, we it just is what it is. Yeah. And so if we want to live that way, he he's not he's not going to endorse and provide, you know, when we're I guess to an extreme, you know, if we're making you know, cooking meth and stuff. God's not going to bless our finances to keep cooking meth. Um, but like I said, that was a little extreme, probably a lot of extreme. But that that's that was my takeaway from this is that if we don't truly know, God won't take care of us. So in order to have joy, to serve with gladness, and then, you know, next week in order to go into his presence, we've got to know. Right. The very essence of knowing and it's not just so that he'll take care of us. It's to have a relationship. Right. We've, we've talked about that multiple times, is that it's less about what God can give us or what God can do for us or mm-hmm. do through us and blah, blah, blah. As that song that I was listening to today that you didn't understand, he would have, he'd still be God even if he didn't do miracles. Right. It's not about who he, it's not about what he did, but who he is or right. what he is doing. It's the fact that in the beginning, God created Adam and Eve. To have a relationship, to walk in the garden with them, to be mm-hmm. one with them, and that's the ultimate price of sin, or that's what sin ultimately does. Sin, sin is less about, um, 
you know, going to hell, sin is less about seeing or lusting or X, Y, Z or whatever. Sin is about keeping us from the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And that's what it truly is. That's what it means to truly know God, to truly be in his presence, to know that uh, him above all will sustain us, will take care of us. And I always hate to say this because it sounds like I don't want it to sound like I'm lacking faith. Even if he doesn't, even if we don't feel him, even if we don't ever get anything provided, even if he never takes care of us again, he's still God. He's still mm-hmm. faithful. You know, I, I think that's a weird way to look at it that um, no matter what happens, we've still got to know. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was trying to compare it to our marriage, but I couldn't think of anything, you know, and I guess a lot of our listeners were probably aren't married. But, you know, it, it. it's in the sense that the ultimate goal is to truly recognize, admit, acknowledge, and confess. And as God reveals himself, we will be able to recognize it more. We will be able to admit it more. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to get other people to admit it. Because a lot of people nowadays serve a God that is not biblical. Right. But I think that's a whole nother ball fit. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> so I think uh I think we'll end with that because uh I don't want to beat a dead horse. You know, we talked about, we joked how long these episodes would be and, you know, we don't want to get some theological Bible study that's four hours long, but we also don't want to take just a little glimpse into these passages. Right. So I think Everything's been said. Mm -hmm. So just to recap, Psalm 100, verse 1 and 2, be joyful, sing, shout. Shout, shouting makes, you know, gives you endorphins. Um, Serve with gladness, which I don't think we really hit on very much. We barely hit on it. We're going to have to come back to that one day. What? Serving with gladness. Oh, I mean, we did last week. We did a little bit, but you mentioned it. But anyway, serve with gladness. And then this week... Know above all else, know that you know that you know that God is, that Yahweh is God, that He will sustain us, He will keep us, because we are His. It's not our place to provide, to sustain, to keep us. It's His. Mm -hmm. And as the sheep of the pasture, He will feed, nurture, watch over, and guide us. For He is our shepherd. And he will lead us beside still waters and green pastures. He will give us everything we need. All we have to do is know him. Truly know him. So with that being said, we will talk to you guys next week. Have a fantastic week, guys. Bye, y'all.